the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, COVID continues to be uh, divisive, uh, politically so, and uh, it's continually used to shame you if you have not been vaccinated or uh, if you prefer not to wear a mask. Uh, The craziest of the crazy, of course, is uh, Joy Reid of MSNBC. She uh, She is day in, day out, night in, night out, the worst person on television, uh, most hateful person on television, and the most unhinged person on television. Uh, Not that you need proof, but here is some from last night. All right, good evening, everyone. We're going to read out tonight with a message to Republicans. Okay, we get it. COVID is the precious, and you love it. You love COVID so much, you want it to spread in the schools, at the office, in the Walmart, on the cruise ships, and at the club. That gray spongy ball with the red spikes, you want it pumping through your veins. Why do you love it so daggone much? Well, we have absolutely no bloody idea. But here's the thing, you weirdos. Everyone else, everyone else hates COVID. Well, isn't that a relief that uh, everyone else hates COVID? Uh, This is just straight from the lunatic fringe. Uh, No one wants COVID. No one likes COVID. And uh, it's not something that people want coursing through their veins. But likewise, is it possible to have a rational view of COVID as the virus it is? You know, if you had to take a view of all the things that have been assumed about it and then reported, illuminated about it, would you say that the things that we have gained greater understanding on lead you to believe that COVID is more dangerous than originally suspected, as dangerous as originally suspected, or less so? Now, I suppose the answer would be according to whichever side you're already on, because I really doubt, not just with COVID, but with a lot of other things, that anyone is even open to being convinced of a new view. You're not going to convince Joy Reid, that's for sure, and she's not going to convince me. But I can spot when numbers are misappropriated or, you know, as the left loves to say, misinformation. Misinformation. They act like it is the exclusive purview of conservatives, Trump supporters, Republican Party. But it is not. Now, listen to this interchange on the aforementioned MSNBC uh, with a host and Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. Fauci, I'm, apologies for a question you've answered so many times over the last year, but I think it needs to be driven home. I know so many otherwise rational, smart people I know that I talk to who say, 
I'm healthy, I'm this age, I've never been sick, I don't need to get the vaccine. What do you say to those people? What is the clear case that you make to people who just don't think, you know, they're not reading crazy conspiracy theories even. They just think, I don't want to put this in my body because I don't need to. What do you say to them? Well, there are two, two aspects of that and two approaches you take. First of all, the personal approach. It is true that young, healthy people have less of a chance of getting severely involved in the sense of getting infected and have a severe outcome. There's no doubt about that. But if you look across the country and you look at the hospitals, you see there are plenty of young people who get severely ill. We've had 650,000 deaths in the United States. All right, stop right there. You see what he did? You look across the country and you see that the hospitals are filled with young people, and the numbers are, I don't know if they're right or not, 25% of patients now with COVID are young people. Why do I say I'm not sure the numbers are right? Because we found out just in the last few days from Tufts University, Harvard University, and some U.S. Veterans Administration group uh, via a story published in The Atlantic that all those COVID numbers that were reported last year Thousands and thousands and thousands of hospitalizations per day, right? We found out that all of those numbers were greatly exaggerated. Greatly exaggerated. They found, by looking deeper into those hospital admissions, that up to half of them were people who were discovered to have a COVID positive after being admitted to the hospital for something else. So that's why I say, I'm not sure I believe the 25% of youths in the hospital now have to do with COVID because there's a thing, a virus going around, RSV, in his honest moments. The head of Nationwide Children's will tell you that, yes, they're being slammed or have been slammed with RSV. Then the kid goes in with RSV, which is a respiratory virus. Oh, they have COVID too. Oh, well, then put them on the COVID list makes our case look stronger. Okay, so back to Anthony Fauci. Did you see what he did? 25% of people in hospital right now are young people. And we've had 650,000 deaths in the United States. Now, he doesn't say that we've had 650,000 young people deaths in the United States because he knows he can't say that because he knows that that's a lie he can't get away with because most people know that COVID deaths under the age of 17 in the United States of America are less than, far less than 500, far less. But he likes to dangle one very scary number out there. 25% of the people in the hospital right now are young people admitted with COVID. And another very scary number out there, 650,000 Americans have died with COVID. And he's hoping two scary numbers will be doubly scary to you. Oh, well, well, if we've had 650,000 people die of COVID and we have 25% of the people in the hospital right now who are young people and have COVID, oh my goodness, what is 25% of 650,000? Like, if they're in the hospital, well... 
We're going to have 100,000 young people die with COVID. That's what he wants you to think. And if you were justified in thinking that, well, then, of course, we'd all run out and we'd all get a vaccine and we'd all slap on a mask. But that's not what the reality is. And you know that's not what the reality is. And he knows that's not what the reality is. Yet he continues to put forth those kinds of dishonest equations. And he, of course, is only speaking for the administration that has empowered him and legitimized him. Fauci has been defended pillar to post by the Biden administration. Trump used to tweak him from time to time. Fauci grew to hate it. And so Fauci is all in on Joe Biden's mask mandates and vaccine lust and all that. How all in? (laughs) This is really laughable. Uh, Nicki Minaj is a pop star, okay? She is not uh, a good role model for kids. She is, in fact, an awful role model for kids. Why do I say she's an awful role model for kids? Because she has stated that she, as an exotic dancer, used to drug men who would uh, attempt a romantic liaison with her. She would drug them and then rob them. Nicki Minaj should be in jail. No, instead, she's on MTV Uh, and on the VMAs and anywhere else where they can throw her pornographic act onto a platform where they can glean great ratings from it. Well, Nicki Minaj, uh, she's not, uh, let's just put it this way. She doesn't have a PhD, okay? So she's just another rich, famous empty-headed creation of our culture. Lots of them out there. And she goes on social media the other day and shares an anecdotal story that her cousin's fiancé in Trinidad took the vaccine and, hmm, this is a polite family show. How shall I say this? Uh, something something bad happened to his uh, male biological equipment. And so Nicki Minaj said, you know, that happened. So watch out taking that vaccine. It might happen to you. Well, of course, no dissent is allowed. Not even from an empty-headed pornographic pop star. And so Joy Reid, crazy Joy Reid, went at Nicki Minaj on social media. And now, just to show you how deep the... Desire to silence all dissent, to quiet anyone who might influence people to make decisions for themselves, not take the word of Anthony Fauci, not take the word of Joe Biden. The White House has invited Nicki Minaj to the White House so she can come in and they can educate her on COVID. Minaj tweeted yesterday afternoon, the White House has invited me to a meeting at an unspecified time in the future. Yes, I'm going. I'll be dressed in all pink, like legally blonde, so they know I mean business. Yeah, well, I dare say you'll have a lot less pink on than L. Woods did back in Legally Blonde. But yeah, 
So we got a southern border that's out of control. We've got thousands of Americans and green card holders left behind in Afghanistan. We have inflation spiking in unprecedented ways. And the people in the White House prioritize meeting with an empty-headed, pornographic pop star because she can do real damage, they believe, to the cause they prioritize over everything else. So I talk a lot about topics on this show that I'm passionate about. CRT, woke nonsense in schools. Where does that passion in me come from? It comes from my desire to make sure that our kids are shielded from things that damage them and allow them the chance to make good choices and live productive lives. Similarly, I want to make you as parents and grandparents aware of the things that threaten them. Now, suppose I told you that our government could do something that could take a 6% chunk out of the teen suicide rate in the United States. That would be a significant undertaking, would it not? I don't mean significant hard to do. I mean significant in terms of impact. Well, a story in the Wall Street Journal this week shows that 6% of American teenagers trace their desire to commit suicide to attitudes they developed and uh, roads they've been led down by what they see on the social media platform Instagram. Now, if you don't know what Instagram is, Instagram is a behemoth in social circles, such that it was so big and so popular and so powerful that very shortly after after it was created, Facebook bought it because Facebook has done that several times. A new social media phenomenon will arise and Facebook buys it because it's a competitor Facebook wants to eliminate and bring into its portfolio to raise its income. I'm not against raising income. I'm just against lying to keep your income high at the expense of hurting young people. So the Wall Street Journal got a hold of internal Facebook research, research that's been done and shown to the executives at Facebook, including Mark Zuckerberg. 32% of teenage girls said they've developed feelings that make them feel bad about their bodies because of Instagram. This was noted in an internal Facebook conference in March of 2020. Now, for the past three years, Facebook has been conducting these studies. Why? 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 Because Congress is asking questions about these kinds of things. And so Facebook doesn't want to go before Congress and not have the answers or said in a more truthful and more troubling way, Facebook doesn't want to go before Congress not knowing the answers, not being unable to direct Congress's attention away from certain things and to other things. 
the slides shown at this Facebook conference, showed that we, meaning Facebook, make body image issues worse for one in three teen girls. Teenagers blame Instagram for increases in their rate of anxiety and depression. This reaction was unprompted and consistent across all groups. So that's where the suicidal thoughts come from. But Instagram is a $100 billion asset per year to Facebook's revenue. $100 billion. And 22 million teens log on to it every single day. So, only 5 million teens log on to Facebook every day. So, Instagram's audience is four and a half times of what Facebook's audience is. Facebook is a platform that is more popular with aging Americans. Facebook likes to make money. It started on the Harvard campus as a dating app, but it's since transitioned away from teenagers because teenagers' minds are not developed until they're 25, so they want it bam, 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 bam. Quick, quick, quick. The front part of their brain, the part that responds to stimuli, is the first to develop. Brain research has shown this. The reason part of a teenager's brain is not fully developed until they're 25. So all these things, oh, I see a beautiful model on Instagram, and I see this is how they got to be beautiful, and my body doesn't look like that, and they're popular, and I'm not popular, and look at their followers and all this stuff. Now, you can say, hey, well, parent, that's a parent thing, and, and I agree. But I'm just saying... For Facebook to know this and for Facebook then to go before Congress. Remember, this conference at Facebook where they got this research was in 2019 and 2020. And then Mark Zuckerberg goes before Congress in March of this year. And he says the research that we've seen is that using social apps to connect with other people can have positive Mental health benefits. Can have? Yeah. Can have. Maybe with a few. Maybe with a distinct minority. Maybe with the well-adjusted teenager whose parents are vigilant and limits them per day and talks to them about things that, you know, this isn't reality and we love you the way you are and you don't have to weigh 92 pounds to be acceptable. How many parents are like that? How many parents even know their kids are on Instagram that often? So the Wall Street Journal got a hold of all this internal Facebook research into or uh, Facebook inter, internal research in Instagram shared with the executives at Facebook, which is one of the same. And what they found is that Facebook has done very little, not only to address the issues, but they've gone so far as to as Dr. Zuckerberg did in March to downplay them in public. What are they working on? They're working on a new Instagram product for children under 13. So I've said before, in many ways, the culture is coming for our kids. They want to confuse them about their gender identity. They want to affirm them in their illogical connection between their reality and their biological reality. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.